Hi, this is Debbie and this is Light Up Your Worth. Welcome back to the second part of our episodes with Juliet Stapleton. I'm so excited for our conversation to continue around human design, how it interweaves into our business idea or an idea that you are looking to gain success and how we don't have to do everything that everybody else is doing based upon our human design. So I'm so excited to, to be able to continue that conversation with you. I also wanted to give a shout out of gratitude for all of our supporters on Patreon, our newest member of Lisa J. Thanks for supporting this ability to be able to bring so many empowering and uplifting spiritual people to the community. So thanks for your support and let's jump back in. You are listening to Light Up Your Worth with transformational coach, Debbie McAllister, whose vision is to provide spiritual connection, magical learning, and positive resources for your toolbox to raise the consciousness and frequencies for you and our Mother Earth, to discover the unbelievable resource within yourself. This podcast is for you, the spiritually curious, seeking inspiration, hope, and practical knowledge as you navigate healing, personal growth, and development, as you move forward with confidence, building a consciously intentional radiant life. Each week, you will be given an all-access pass into the lives of other spiritual souls, energetic healers, spiritual modality experts, thought-provoking life coaches, empowering therapists, and uplifting authors who are real and vulnerable as they share their own unique journeys through healing and offer their gifts. This podcast is here to provide engaging and heart-centered conversations that offer so much wisdom, it will motivate you to light up your worth. Thank you for tuning in. Embrace your brilliant, gorgeous, and talented, worthy self. Actually, what I'm what I was just about to say is that there is one thing that I want to warn you or everybody else is that, we, especially with human design, there's a tendency in us to then look for all the answers in human design. But mm-hmm. even as Ra said, it's just an experiment, you know, and uh, we have all the design anyway. And there's a lot of people who, uh, you know, teaching that say, for example, manifesting generator uh, can go to bed, wake up and have another day of, full of energy or, you know, there's these all these kind of advices. But I know also that there's other things that come in. For example, um, being bending backwards to accommodate Say yes, I know that I've been there myself. So I'm not talking about you. I'm actually literally even talking about me in this moment. So uh, doing podcasts in the times when it's just completely not suited for my body. This is something that I think that we have to, it's people pleasing part in us. Maybe if I don't know in your design, do you have a defined will center, undefined will center, but it could be, even if it's defined, it could be conditioned. So, you know, it could come from that or maybe the, the identity center. So there could be answers in the human design, but I think it's also very important to just put yourself first, no matter what, because it's like, if you have the oxygen mask on, then you can help everybody else. If you are suffocating, then you are useless to help anybody, you know. And with this whole thing, put yourself first, put your passions 
first. Put what should interest you first. And that determines what to do and what not to do. That determines whether you need to outsource something or just completely just let it go. And it doesn't have to happen at all. And it's not going to completely stop everything. The discipline part is still is still important. So there is a danger with uh, sometimes leaning too deeply into your human design. Like for me, I'm a projector and they're like, oh yeah, you have to rest and wait for the invitation. The danger zone is that you'd kind of think that you don't do anything, that you literally need to just, you know, lie, lie down and just stay like this. And then the phone rings and somebody invites you. That doesn't work the same way. So <laughs> there is a, this element of view have to be visible so people can see you. So how can you be visible with the way that doesn't exhaust you only focus on things that really light you up like interviews mm -hmm. they light you up and then you put it into some sort of scheduling software i use social be i actually can i have a really good article that i wrote about this tool that i'm my favorite tool and i even have a walkthrough how to use it that, that so i can definitely give you a link to put for our re, uh, listeners if somebody's interested this is exactly what i'm using to to stay visible and i just add this, there's this category buckets. So if I do a nice podcast and like as a guest, for example, and I really love the energy when it's out, I'm adding it immediately to that category. And maybe every Tuesday, uh, the software feeds one of the podcasts that I've done. So if I did 10 podcasts, that's 10 weeks of content on every Tuesday coming out that is, you know, passionate and allows me to rest. And yet, you know, I am there actually offering, especially for the new people in my audience who hasn't heard, you know, podcasts and things like that, articles. They, if you write it, if you only talk about it once, then after a few months, nobody will even bother going and digging into it. So it's good to remind. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I can tell that with, um, with my own guests that I've had, you know, I uh, share it and then I was going back through and resharing it. Right. Like, oh, like I, what was it? Flashback Friday. I think I was calling it in my emails and I would refresh. Oh, did you catch this one and highlight what, what we were talking about? And I found that those episodes, yeah, the numbers showed that more people were listening to it. Like they must've missed it. And then I, I think sometimes we put so much energy. Well, I sent an email yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you think of yourself, well, how many emails do you get a day? Right. And then sometimes you don't see it the first time or even the I have second a, time. I have a, mm -hmm. an example for you, like an analogy. So imagine if you, um, let's say you are going somewhere, maybe it's, it's your workplace and you always go um, past on the busy street, past this musician who's playing there. And, you know, sometimes you're busy and sometimes you're just there. Maybe it's a shopping street. You're just shopping. You're, they're just a street musician. You're not, not going to notice them necessarily unless they're playing your favorite song. Then you're going to notice them straight away, right? But maybe you won't notice them every day or straight away. But if you see them every day, after a few days, you'll already, your mind will say, oh yeah, yeah, there's him again. Or, you know, and then after a week, you'd be like, yeah, I love that song that he plays. So I, hope I, I must ask what that song is or, you know, and then maybe in two weeks, you're actually standing to listen to him. It's the same with our online visibility. So if you're saying something once, yeah, there will be people who it will speak if your audience is targeted. There will be people who will get the message straight away. They, they stop and listen. But there'd be people who are busy, just busy, just at that moment in their lives, something else inter interrupted or they just couldn't be there. They didn't have time to listen to the podcast. So, you know, in, in order for us to get more people 
paying attention to us. We have to be frequent in what we're saying and we have to repeat things. And that's a something, that's a concept that a lot of coaches and, and anyone who is marketing online sometimes missing. They think that you have to create unique content all the time. But no, because if you actually reshare what you have created before, this is all your power. This is your creative juice. I'm using the word creative a lot, but you know what? That's the key word here, right? Yes. You create, make sure that you honor this. This is the time. This is your, literally your inner your soul, the mind, and not the mind that's noisy and tries to, you know, interfere, but it's like your true mind is you sharing it in that moment. So you have to be selfish about to say, okay, well, you know what, if I send it once, it's like, I'm not giving it enough credit. I want to make sure that these people who maybe didn't have time to listen, they have another chance. I also want new people who will come through my podcast, through my sending friend requests, whichever way you're growing your audience, that these people also get that goodness that I've created before. So you're freeing yourself time and you only, in that situation, you can only focus on when you feel it. When you feel it, you create. When you don't feel it, that's the Mm. time for you to recharge, to rest. And that's where the automation really, really helps. You cannot automate building connections. You cannot automate that. I also believe that you cannot outsource creating content to someone else because you speak through your whether it's defined or undefined, but through your throat, right? Through Mm -hmm. your voice. And it's about you discovering your voice. And actually it's very empowering. I find it's very empowering. I never thought I was a writer and now I'm writing for Entrepreneur Magazine. I mean, this is something that would blow my mind like completely uh, in 2017. I would not believe it. And now it's not a big deal. (laughs) Now I'm getting annoyed that they didn't publish me soon enough. I'm like, ah, where's my article? What's going on? You know, and it's a casual thing. But but it's about belief, you know. So I had to experience this and I had to express my voice and I had to, you know, really just try and try, you know, knocking in some doors and, you know, offering this to them and and continuing doing and mastering my, my process. That's how you get there. It's not an accident. It's really a result of determination. And even if you you don't have to straight away aim too high, because that could be very scary. But if you even improve a little bit over time, you you know, we are all really, really, we suck in the beginning. (laughs) I don't remember there was a comedian who said, we always suck in the beginning. And as we practice, we suck less and less and less until we suck so little that we're almost perfect. That's my motto in life. That's how I do it. In the beginning, it's really bad. Repeat, you know, that you can't fail. There is no failure. It doesn't exist. It's only showing you what direction to take, what's, what to tweak, you know, and just sometimes it's just so bad. You're like, okay, this is not my direction, incorrect. And you change the course. And so you find that voice and you find, you know, you find yourself um, and, and you will be able to express yourself so powerfully. It will be extremely impactful. You will f- Feel you will see how you actually attract people when you speak, when you write, when you master this, you know, and and it's magical. That's client attraction in in a nutshell. One of the biggest advices today is master your voice. Yes, that's so powerful. You know, I was don't make it up. Yeah, yeah. One of my guests is um, uh, it was called uh, Words Have Power, and it was in my first season. And Chantelle, uh, when I was working with her, because I, um, you know, the words, right? The words of how you're presenting yourself, how to decide who's your niche, the, the, how do you express what you have to offer? You know, those powerful words, 
that sometimes we get all get stuck in. And so she was helping me. And what she told me too, is that when I'm connected, I'm really connected and people can feel it very, very passionate, but that wasn't coming through in my words. And so one of the advices that she gave me was to actually just record myself when I get the ideas, don't try to write it down and correct yourself, share what it is, and then share that. And I thought it was super, super powerful to be able to do that. And when I thought about that, when I first had the podcast out, even though I was recording on Zoom and had the audio or the video, I wasn't sharing that. And I thought, oh, that's crazy because it might even help people understand like how connected I am with whoever I'm talking about and that you in trying to highlight your energy so that, you know, that person who is looking for somebody who's in the spiritual world, they don't even quite know what they're looking for. And maybe they're like, well, what in the world is even human design, right? What do you mean everybody else has heard about it? My podcast is really about helping people understand, you know, different spiritual modalities or how we use it in business, um, helping us really step into our own light, you know, shining our own worth. And how do we get that, you know? And what's so powerful was that being able to really understand how you do that. And so those moments of the power of our words is so powerful. You, you don't have to re keep recreating content. And so I, I love what you're sharing because it's so true. And when we pause and do this and step into who we really are, we get more energy, more worth comes to us. You know, we feel our own worth. When you feel your own worth, you have your more confidence. Isn't that what shows with others and it's not fake it till you make it it's actually you're being authentically you as fascinating as this conversation is we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back oh i love what you just said is fake it till you make it because that's exactly what i did when i started my online visibility as a coach as a personal brand i was really faking it till you make it because you know i didn't have a program i didn't have experience doing this i knew a lot about facebook because i did a lot for other businesses i never did it for myself and in a way i had to you know put this front and 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 fake it <laughs> till i made it a little bit but it it always you know the the back the the business part side of this whole thing did didn't work because people work with people and they feel your authenticity is palpable to people. Yes, there are some people who are confused. And unfortunately, a lot of fake gurus take advantage of that when you're really mm-hmm. confused, you know, or naive. But I, it's everybody's own responsibility to, for how gullible they are. I, I really believe that, you know, I and maybe it's a journey of of learning about yourself you know so I've been gullible in my life so much you know and and I've been naive so much and I've I've burnt and you know on these things and I've learned that these these are not the ways to be you know and I think faking fake it till you make it was one of those lessons for me like can I do it can I just wing it and my big lesson was like you can't wing it you really need to find that power because when you speak from the place of you really saw it in this and maybe it's my one three profile of course I'm all about foundations and you know real you have to know what you're talking about but that really gives that magnetism to the content that I can share. So it's finding that that place. So when you're saying, you know, about 
it's not even sometimes about specific words that you use, but it's the words that are aligned with you. That's where you can take the strategies. For example, if you want to go and revisit that episode about the power of words, you mm-hmm. said it was in your first season. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to revisit that and then look into your human design and see how can you apply that with understanding your energetics from the human design perspective, for example. So if you're a manifesting generator, um, you know, you would have a tendency to have a lot of great ideas, especially on the goal. And then when you come to write it down, sometimes the condition of, of what you should be writing, and as you mentioned, correcting yourself, you know, trying to be like more what, sh- what it should be more proper, that will interfere. That will kill your creative spark. So something like cre- recording things on the go and um, do you use Anchor FM for your uh, yes, podcast? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. so do I, because it has an amazing app on the phone that you can just go and record an episode yeah, yep. while you're there. So manifesting generators, yep. if you have great ideas, <laughs> you know, grab yourself and you don't have to publish it or you can have any any uh, voice recording no um, app. But I find that the podcast is great because you can just go and do, even if it's a 10 minutes episode, you know, micro podcasting is a really one is a thing, you know, you yeah. can have a small episode, but you've expressed yourself. And through that, no matter how imperfect it is, remember when we're listening or see, or watching, it's about other things. It's not about how articulate we are. It's about the energy. It's about sometimes just the vibe. And even if we feel like we are very inarticulate the way we wanted, you know, to say the person on the other side, the right one, they get it. They get it. Like they read between the words. And so when you have that piece of content recorded bam you have a piece of content right and you've expressed yourself while you were in that light that is so important for you energetically to be in and it doesn't matter even if it's about your business or not any idea came to your mind your manifesting generator do it just by just talking to your phone because it's gonna give you the outlet creatively you're gonna feel good that you did it you're not giving yourself a chance to overthink which is a big issue with a lot of manifesting generators you won't give yourself a chance to hide which is if you're four six the line six there with like i won't like don't do it (laughs) it's safer when you don't do it and so there's so many advantages and i think that it's just uh, so you take something that an, an idea but you also think about your own um, energetics and how how can you marry that? How can you do that? That feels so attractive, but how can you make the most of it? And so that's that's what I pre- basically do with with the clients is where I, uh, you know, somebody comes to me and then we find out they're manifesting generator. Maybe they have like a five one profile where you kind of living in projections of others. And how do you become visible and how do you express yourself and how can you be clear? Because messaging in marketing requires clarity, but sometimes it's very difficult to express yourself clearly, especially if you have, for example, a profile where other people will still hear only what they want to hear or see what they want to see in you. That's the way it is. Or they they will think that you are a savior when you actually not. So how do you create this? And so that's, that's literally where I help dial these things, because I think that it's so amazing. We have all these strategies. I'm not saying that they don't work. I'm just saying they don't work for everyone, but how can we take that and then take your energetics and just test it and see is it going to have a sparkle is it going to work for you and your type and your energy levels and your your lifestyle in a way and that's where human design became so huge for me and where I found myself empowered saying that oh I don't have to be a human design coach I am a marketer but this is my compass 
this is when you mm -hmm. come to me. Now I know how to actually explain to you why I think or intuitively feel, because I'm a splenic projector, so it's just my body just knows why we need to do it. And that's my third eye. I don't know, oh. did I mention this podcast? No, but that's my third eye. No, no, I bought that's it beautiful. I've been looking out. at it. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I bought this when I saw this. I said, oh my God, this is my third eye. I always say that I somehow I know. But now I know why I know because of, the human design gives me this. It puts me in a box for a little while until I understand the energetics. Mm -hmm. Then I don't need the box anymore. And I love that. Yeah, I, I love that too. And I love how you can intermingle other things that you already intuitively know, right? Like if my energy, I think, okay, how have I taken care of myself? Just like the oxygen, like how important that is to be able to you know, use the stuff that you used. If you've had boundary issues, if you have been people pleasing, or, you know, if I'm getting overwhelmed by, I made a post like on my birthday recently, I had, you know, a hundred and I don't know, 25 people respond. And now I can't get myself to go back in because it's so overwhelming that, and then I thought to myself, okay, what have I learned about myself? Have I, have I taken care of myself? How's my sleep? How is my, you know, my food intake? Have I extra, have I gotten some type of movement in, you know, have I, have I laughed today or connected with my own joy? And I have found that using that with this the human design has just been super powerful with everything that you're saying too, you know, and then feeding it when you say, you know, when you feel it create and really trying to stay in that zone, so powerful, but it really was human design that kind of did like what you're saying, gave me the compass to be able to know when. So, so grateful that you're able to really help people understand this, you know, first, just getting your own profile and understanding. As fascinating as this conversation is, we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back. Hi, it's Debbie. If you have appreciated the phenomenal and nourishing spiritual souls that have blessed us as the guests of the podcast, I would invite you to please consider supporting the operational expenses of the podcast. I recently set up a Patreon account through the urging of some friends. So what's in it for you? There are ongoing benefits of joining the Light Up Your Worth Patreon account. There's a peek at the exclusive behind the scenes of creating a podcast, bonus episodes with my guests, and energetic healing meditations. And I am just beginning. Your Patreon support allows me to continue the podcast vision to provide spiritual connection, magical learning, and positive resources to nurture you on your spiritual journey. Together, we can raise the consciousness and frequency for yourself, the collective, and Mother Earth. Please support me on Patreon. You can begin to subscribe for as low as $2.27 per month, which is really less than a coffee or subscription to watch TV. So you can find it at www.patreon.com light up your worth, all one word, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash 
light up your worth, no spaces, sending you sunshine. It's Debbie. Do you love to read? I know I do. I've been reading since I was found in the closet, uh, probably before kindergarten, reading a book with the flashlight. Yeah, I was that child. I can remember as I was growing up during the summer, I would see how many books I could possibly read over the summer. I was always that girl. But somehow in the busyness of life and in going through education and momhood and career, I let books that just lit me up without a link to my own professional development just kind of get put on the side. And with all of the isolation that's occurred over the last two years, all the challenges we've had, I really had to come back and find that part of myself that would just love to dive into a really good book. So I have joined a book club and I'm with Brianna Brown with Badass Book Besties. She's amazing. You can find her on Insta, Badass Book Besties. Not only is she just this wonderful person, but she also shares the love of books and learning and her online book club is just so delightful. So, so, so delightful. I've been able to dive into books that really bring me a lot of pleasure and enjoying them and being able to go to. We've been reading or we've read already the Elizabeth Gilbert City of Girls, The Immortalists by Chloe Benjamin. We're reading a Timeless and she just makes it a lot of fun. So if you feel like joining us, feel free, let her know, let Brie know that you found her by me. Again, find her on Instagram, Badass Besties or her website, Bree Brown, which is B-R-I-B-E-E Brown.com. Oh, the profile. And you know what? People just dismiss it and they go into all the gates and channels and, you know, all these other gene keys. Gene keys, I am not even getting so deep into that. It's maybe it's going to come in the next 10 years. I'm allowing it, you know, every little thing because I found it so overwhelming. But I also discovered that you don't have to. You do not have to go the deep uh, into the deep end. You can actually, even the profile itself, it'll take you. It's an experiment, remember. So it's not a dogma. A lot of people approach human design as some sort of dogma and the rules. No, it's it's a game. It's an experiment. And so your profile is actually such a deep topic. And there's so much. you will If you start learning about profiles, about your own, your lines, other people, especially other people with the same profiles, uh, other people with the same profiles as you, and you really start digging deeper into that. That's a science in itself. And it's so fascinating. This is what I'm obsessed with profiles. I love this because it just explains everything. It explains why a certain person a certain way. It explains why you are a certain way that gives you all the clues what to talk about in your content in business, for example. But also it, it helps you work with people as well. You know, it helps you understand your value and, you know, it it, it just unlocks so much. I was just going mm-hmm. to say about, you know, when you when you were saying, you know, the line six and you, you talk about line six, but the line six is something that is your, your design line. Right. And it's kind of can be taking over. But line four is an opportunist. So when line six is trying to take over and, you, you know, maybe, oh, I don't want to go back. You have to like flip the script and say, OK, what's my personality line here? gets out of this birthday engagement. So that means if I give a very good post to maybe post an offer, how many more people are going to see 
my post now, maybe for next couple of weeks, because there was so much engagement on my profile. So it's kind of like, what is in it for you? And it, and what's the opportunity for you? And, and focus on that more than actually like this, the line six is there, just doesn't want you to go. <laughs> and I find that when you start like lean into, especially your first line, because it's a conscious line, that's where the conditioning can be. That's where the little, you know, mm. things can, um, I call them cockroaches in your head. That's where they, they really <laughs> show up. And, uh, and when, when you, for example, are not thinking about the gain you're getting as a line four from your connections, uh, when you don't see the gain, you, you maybe don't want to be there either. There has to be something in connection to a person, either lighting you up or, you know, I, do something for you. Because if there is none of that, then you will feel like you don't want to be there. And so with Facebook and this whole thing, it can be just like, oh, I don't want to be there. So let's flip the script and say, okay, what's in it for me? Mm, engagement. This is great. I put pictures of my dog just for engagement because I know people will engage with the dog or something like non-business related. And the next day there'll be an offer or a testimonial or something else that will build my authority. Because I know the more people engage with this post, then for the next few days, there will be more people seeing my posts, even if they don't engage, you know, because that's how Facebook works. So what's in it for you is a good question to ask. Oh, that's a great question for me to go back and ask. It's, um, yeah, very, very, uh, yeah. I, I didn't even think about that because in these, these recent posts, like I cut off my hair, I cut 16 inches off my hair because of my, uh, sister's going, uh, battling cancer right? and she's gonna, she's a, a, a survivor. And so because I can't uh, uh, do anything directly in way of support, I cut off 16 inches to donate, right? And I've always had super long hair. And so now, and then I it blew up, right? Like I went to a stylist who actually figured out my hair type, my lifestyle, like I did that investment. I just didn't go cut it off. And it blew up, literally blew up my Facebook. And people are like, or people now are meeting me like you had long hair. Like, no, yes, I did. I, I had really long thick hair. <laughs> I saw that post. Oh. And when I saw you today, I was like, mm, she looks hot. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I've absolutely am so surprised at how much I love my haircut. Like it, it, it looks just, great. It feels like a whole new person, right? Like I just feel that, you know, all of this new energy, but being able to then take that post. And I just put it out there because of my, um, I don't, I don't even, I didn't have any intentions. Right. I just thought, well, this is a big, huge thing. I keep in contact with a lot of people on my Facebook besides people who I've connected with and throughout life. And, but I never thought about it as like, Oh, then I could have actually have just shared something small about what I was doing, say with the podcast, I didn't even, I didn't honestly connect with that, even though I've had coaching of like, oh, every seventh post is supposed to be this, that does not feel authentic, right? But it doesn't work because, you know, you have to surf the wave. You can't just say, okay, you can't approach it by numbers because we're dealing with people. Your audience are people. Yeah. And so, and we don't, never know which post they will actually respond to. There are posts that I post and they have 40, 50 likes and comments. And then I have posts and there's nothing. And these are the good posts. I'm saying 
I just poured my heart and all my knowledge about human design in this post and you did not even like it because maybe I posted it when none of the people who were interested were online or maybe it didn't have a, an attractive enough picture, whatever happened. And maybe I don't even want to know why it, because it maybe it's just Facebook was, you know, releasing yeah. a new feature and now our reach is suffering or something, things like that happen. So instead of frustrate, getting frustrated about that, it's just to kind of be, this is in a way, this is literally what I, what I teach with you know, and what I mentor is understanding how to serve the wave of social media algorithm in order for you not to get overwhelmed, not to think about the, uh, either too many, there's too many comments or not enough comments and even think about that at all but just play with this algorithm and always know when to take advantage of it and when just leave it alone and do it its thing especially if you're using as i mentioned the automation and and some things are just being dripped there like your testimonials from your clients or podcast episodes things we forget to post mm -hmm. you know those are the those are the great things the fillers but then something got something got attention of your audience and you can always top it up with something, you know, uh, to go. But this is not a common knowledge. This is something that you sort of learn from uh, experiencing, from, from actually watching what works, what doesn't work. I don't like approaches that are uh, too rigid, especially when it comes to social media, because every one of us has such a unique amount, a unique combination of people that follows us that we can't make general, general statements about what audience likes does whatever mm -hmm. because every audience can be so different like for example my audience on facebook could be so highly targeted that i'm really like researching everyone sends me a friend request i'll go to their profile and make sure that i feel energetically connected or you know or i just accept anyone just for the numbers right so depend like whoever is in your world will determine your engagement, how confident you feel. You know, if you have too many people that you know from real life, maybe there's a sense of like fear of judgment is a little stronger than is completely strangers. And so there's all these kind of things and their inner work and also understanding the technology that you're dealing with. How can you use it to your advantage? The word technology is, is a scary word, but trust me, it's sm small concepts like this. You just need to understand and that's mm -hmm. it, you know, and it's like with human design, understand the top level. Everything else will get activated when you're doing that correctly. Oh, I love it. You, you've just given us so many um, nuggets, you know, really how to use not only, well, first, and get your profile, get your human design profile. <laughs> You know, yeah, really get it, really read yeah. about it and, and Google it to death. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Find any sources that you can't read about your lines, especially a first line, because that's where the conditioning will sit. You know, that's where the issues will that that's where you're lying to yourself or you're holding yourself back. Yeah. That's the key, I think. Yeah. You know, what's powerful is that uh, this season I had on Robin Wynn and she wrote a book about the lines. Really, really, I'm really good book, right? That Robin, I'm still I'm obsessed yeah. with. <laughs> oh, isn't she amazing? I mean, oh my goodness. And she was on this episode. So people have a, a reliable. I watched it. <laughs> reason. Yeah. And, you know, it was taped where we were just doing a get to know you. And so on the YouTube, the whole funny thing is, is I'm in a hoodie, my hair's up in a pony, no makeup. And it was such a powerful like I felt it was a powerful episode, even though she read my chart was that she showed right there where I think there was so much knowledge sharing and she was just so giving of 
everything. So, yeah. So I'm glad that, you know, you're connected too and know who Robin is. I, I think it just adds more credibility would, to that book that it was, it's a oh, really absolutely. good book. In fact, I have two of her other books here and the profiles ones are on the Kindle. They're the two ones. I just uh-huh, kind of yeah. taking them out. I definitely recommend uh, reading this one here, which is understanding your clients through human design, even mm-hmm. if you don't have any clients, because this covers the types really well. The types, and I think I might be wrong saying that authority as well, but it's the types amazing amazing i love how robin structures her books because it's very easy to understand and she gives you a breakdown of what's about to be broken down even further so there is real real great structure and then she has another book which is um understanding human understanding the centers in human design that's a little bit more about the gates and the centers and i would say that go with the profiles first because it's it's the you will understand a lot of people it's actually you know, your marriages will be saved and your relationships with your parents will be saved and your children, you will get even better relationships. So that's very much, I'm like an ambassador for Robin here. Yeah, I, right. Was, like so Robin, am I. If you're like, listening I don't or watching, right look at me. I'm so obsessed. <laughs> and then and then I have the profile book, but it's on Kindle. So I can't like wave it in the air, but some, someday I will add it to my collection. Um, and so then you can go into the centers, I think, because it's kind of deeper. You know, I'm actually, I haven't even finished it yet because it's like takes processing a little mm-hmm. bit more. The profiles, I read it in a day. It was amazing. So, but when you understand these things, then a lot of, don't, don't take everything as this is black and white. Um, if you have a defined center, maybe head or an Ajna, you will probably want to do it because we just like operate in this duality but no it's not it's it's have fun with your uh with your design there's so many other things you know when you go deeper into human design for business there is uh things like every time you have an offer on an idea for an offer you can run a design and see is there a connection between that design and your design and what is this like my business is a manifesting generator and how much this actually adds to it it feels very overwhelming when you're even talking about it because it's like, oh my God, this is, you know, <laughs> it's like a black hole. <laughs> Human design is like black hole. But the truth is that that I, for example, feel that that sometimes I'm a projector and I don't have energy, but in my business, I respond. I see things in the outside and I respond like, you know, like a gen, like a sacral being would. Um, I can't run as a all the time as a manifesting generator. I have to honor my personal energy over that. But I definitely have seen, and especially with the profiles, with my business, with working, you know, with local clients being very disempowered, it was a 5-1 profile of the business energy, which is a difficult profile. It's not the worst. Everyone, like every profile is perfect for you, but it's difficult in terms of visibility with the projections. And I experienced this so I can help people with 5-1 profile more because I actually have felt that energy tapped into it with my business. So yes, it's such an amazing and really multi-layered thing. But for me, when I help my clients, for example, I don't go this deep. I think it's overwhelming. I think it's too much. And I think that the most, it's like anything that you learn, learn first, the foundations, the basics, when you're completely fluent and absolutely bored with that, because it's a second nature to you, then you can go and have a look at other, have fun with, you know, your business energy. It's just sounds exciting, but you don't need it. So we always look at the, the type and strategy and then really into the profile and all the content ideas that you can, you know, pull out of that. That's something that's very exciting because content is king and content is what attracts clients. And so Mm -hmm. you don't have to bend backwards and beg for business where you can just express yourself and 
they come. Oh, I, I absolutely love everything that you're sharing, Juliet. Um, if people are interested in learning more or getting to know you more, how can they reach you? And do you have any like current offers or how do people work with you? Awesome. So you can come to julietstapleton.com and um, there is a lot of different little free things. If you're completely new to human design, there's a small, tiny training explaining how, you know, your energetics work with, with business, how I apply it in business. Mm-hmm. I do have an offer. I have a marketing report. It's a 25 pages and promise very no pictures except for your chart. <laughs> so all text, right? And it's all about marketing. It's about your type. It's about your strategy. It's about some of the uh, smaller variables in your uh, chart that that affect your maybe work environment, learning style, practical things. I'm a practical girl. And so it's called Marketing Blueprint by Design. Uh, and I will give you 20% off the price. You can get one with a session with me or maybe a pre-recorded video walkthrough. Um, so the link that I'm giving uh, Debbie includes that discount already just click on it and you'll get into the page and that's my offer for you to save and discover your marketing by design oh i love that that's so generous of you to be able to uh you know pre-make this link so that it's already there and i also am gonna um i put in the show notes this link to the forbes article that you were that you were referencing as well so that if they want to go you know uh, find you that way. And I know you're all, of course, on, you know, social media <laughs> and on YouTube and even LinkedIn. And so, you know, a whole other- let's put the link for the automation tool, because I think yeah. that this, even if you take just that away, it would, it would be great. And there's a great video as well. So I'll get, give you that link too. Okay. That sounds great. Well, thank you again for joining me, Juliet. It's been such a pleasure. <laughs> If you enjoyed this Light Up Your Worth episode, be sure to subscribe so that you can be notified when a new episode is posted. New episodes are available every Wednesday and Saturday. And if you enjoyed this Light Up Your Worth episode, which I hope you did, be sure to share with a soulful friend who needs to hear this message. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of the Light Up Your Worth community. My heart is full of gratitude for you. You're my inspiration to shine the light of spiritual, heart-centered women. Now go out there and shine your light, sending sunshine.